The best in Bitcoin made audible. You're listening to Bitcoin Audible with Guy Swan. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Bitcoin Audible. I am Guy Swan, and we're reading a piece today by Lightning Labs. It's an old piece. It was released on February 5th. I mean, that's not too terribly old, but uh, uh, nonetheless, <laughs> uh, it's a, a little bit uh, earlier this year, and it's written by Elizabeth Stark. It's a really short piece, um, but it's more than anything something that I read and got me brainstorming about lightning again, and I wanted to talk about lightning briefly today at the start of the week, and I'll be releasing this super late tonight, but uh, I just wanted to get a couple of things out of my head before I kind of forgot of them, before I kind of forgot them or got sidetracked with other things. Uh, and again, this is uh, CEO and co-founder of Lightning Labs, Elizabeth Stark. Um, who uh, uh, co-founded with uh, Roast Beef, actually, if you did not know that. That was Lao Lu Suntikin. And uh, this article is titled, Entering the Decade of Lightning. So let's go ahead and read it, and then I want to get into where I think we are in Lightning, in, in the stage of development, and what I think the main driving focus should be at this point, because I, I think we're reaching a pivoting point right now, um, and at least I am in my own experiences, and I really want to talk about that. So again, this is by Elizabeth Stark, titled, Entering the Decade of Lightning. Six years ago today, I was geeking out with a friend about Bitcoin, and one of my biggest takeaways was that while this technology had the potential to be game-changing, no one had built the application layer yet. I promptly tweeted about it. Tweet. Bitcoin as a protocol has huge potential. It's like the TCP layer, but no one has built the HTTP layer yet. Fast forward to 2016 when I started Lightning Labs. I saw that Bitcoin could fulfill this vision of making it far easier to send and receive money on the internet and had seen firsthand how difficult it was with the legacy system. Try paying $1 for a song? Various intermediaries will take 50%. Want to send $20 to a friend in Argentina? Good luck doing that with fiat. I knew that Lightning would enable instant, high-volume transactions on Bitcoin, and this sparked my imagination. It wasn't just the existing use cases that drew me in, but the whole world of possibilities that I could foresee emerging. That's why today I'm excited to announce a major milestone for Lightning Labs. We've raised a $10 million Series A to further develop our Lightning Payments technology and scale the developer ecosystem. We at Lightning Labs see this as not an accomplishment in and of itself, but a means to achieving our goal of bringing instant Bitcoin transactions to millions of people. We are also announcing a major product release today, the Beta of Lightning Loop, our first paid product. Loop helps startups, node operators, and end users send and receive on Lightning more efficiently. With Loop, users can move funds between the Bitcoin blockchain and the Lightning network in a non-custodial manner. 
Loop opens up a world of lightning native financial products, and this is the first of several blue sky lightning products that we're building. Less than two years ago, we released the first beta version of LND for Bitcoin mainnet. Since then, we've seen an explosion of growth among startups and companies integrating Lightning. If you had told me we would have seen all the progress and excitement that has happened since beta, I wouldn't have believed it. We've seen over 30 companies integrate LND thus far, with many more in progress, and we've had more than 4,000 developers and testers contribute to our community. Lightning has opened up use cases as crazy as paying one Satoshi per pixel on Satoshi's place to feeding chickens on Poyo feed. Yes, they are real. We've also witnessed the rise of the Lightning startup. There are too many to name here, but it's been amazing to see the startup community growing around Lightning. There have been many great wallets built on L&D. Zap, Breeze, Blue Wallet, Moon, Wallet of Satoshi. Startups that help you buy things with Lightning. BitRefill, Fold, OpenNode, Moon. Startups that help you earn money with Lightning. Stack, Tippin, BottlePay. Video game companies, ZBD. Satoshi's Games, Donner Lab, Financial and Trading Products, SparkSwap, River, Radar Ion, Escher, Hodel Hodel, and many more. Further, I'm thankful to the broader Bitcoin and Lightning community. We've worked diligently with other protocol developers and implementations such as C-Lightning and Eclair to ensure interoperability, and together we've moved the Lightning spec process forward. We've seen community projects emerge, such as Jewel, Raspy Blitz, BTC Pay Server, Ride the Lightning, Nodal, Polar, and many more. We were also proud co-organizers of the Lightning Conference in Berlin this past fall, which brought together 500 Lightning developers and enthusiasts from around the world. It provided a first-hand glimpse into a future where you could use lightning to order cocktails from a machine, buy a beer with an automated beer tap, play video games, and even pay for a Tesla coil to spark. Today at Lightning Labs, we have a team of brilliant people all around the world, and I'm grateful for all of their hard work through the ups and downs. I'm especially thankful to our CTO and co-founder, Lau Lewis Suntikin, for his unending passion and technical fortitude. There is only one roast beef. Just ask people who've heard him speak. I'm thankful for our awesome investors if we have partnered with genuinely great people. Craft Ventures is leading our round, and Brian Murray, who has become a true lightning expert, is joining our board. We're lucky to have Ribbit Capital, experts in fintech, RRE, with their deep knowledge of payments, M13 with their consumer and developer expertise, and Slow with their cryptocurrency prowess on board. We've brought on a great group of angel investors and funds, including Ross Stevens, CEO and founder of Stone Ridge, John Pfeiffer, Pfeiffer Capital, David B. Heller, former co-head of securities at Goldman Sachs, Howard Morgan, founder of First Round Capital, Avichal Garg, founder of Electric Capital, Proof of Capital, Stillmark, CMT Digital, Goldcrest, Abstract, and others. When I tweeted my vision to create the application layer for Bitcoin in 2014, it was a pipe dream. 
Today we are making it a reality. I can't wait for the next decade of lightning, as I know we will empower people to create things that we can't even imagine today. We are just at the beginning of building the Internet of Money, and it's going to be a wild ride. Stay tuned. All right, and that concludes uh, Lightning Labs entering the decade of lightning by Elizabeth Stark. A huge thank you to uh, just Jesus, the, what the Lightning Labs team does over there, and for L and D, um, it is by far my like main use client. Um, I've used C Lightning for a couple of things, uh, but L and D by far has the the broadest use and development on top of it. Uh, all the apps that I use end up using L and D. Uh, the one that I'm most excited about right now, which we are right on the uh, right on the cusp of Strike is on the way. Uh, they are L and D based. I'm using Breeze, which is L and D, um, and uh, they're, they're actually mentioned them in this article. Uh, Elizabeth did, and uh, uh, again, this was back in February, so this was this was early on this year, and this was kind of a announcement of the Series A fundraising and stuff. Um, but uh, uh, I thought this did have some pretty great things, particularly if you haven't heard about a lot of these like wallets or things, because because I've tested almost all of these. Uh, Zap, I'm a, a big fan of Zap. I've been using that with my BTC Pay server, so I'm actually connecting that and using that remotely. Uh, I've played around a lot with Breeze Wallet. Um, I've played around a lot with Blue Wallet. I don't think there's anything in it at the moment. I only had, uh, only left what I needed for like a fee or something like that in the, in the wallet. In fact, where is my Blue Wallet? I can't even find it right now. Anyway, uh, that that one is a custodial uh, custodial wallet. Then we've got Wallet of Satoshi, which is another custodial wallet. But it's really handy, and a lot of people love it because it's super easy to use. Um, the Lightning Labs wallet, I actually, uh, I never actually put anything in it, but I've apparently forgot my pin, which doesn't make any sense because I only use like three separate pins for stuff. Um, and uh, but I actually tried to get into it today. And couldn't, so I'm locked out of my Lightning Labs mobile wallet. Um, I don't, I don't think I have any money in it. Um, uh, and then there's Moon Wallet, which is a fascinating um, uh, a wallet for. Uh, try again. My fingerprint didn't change. Stupid. Okay, there we go. Um, for combining the use of Bitcoin and Lightning, uh, it's very similar to kind of the UX that Strike is trying to do in the sense that. Um, like it's trying to obscure away whether or not you are using Bitcoin and Lightning. And I think that is a absolutely key, like critical factor in making the um, uh, user experience very seamless. Um, and I think on the back end, we're going to get to the point where uh, so many of these tools are using multiple protocols in the background to, uh, to basically cover up the fact that you're having to use multiple mechanisms to move money that you know a larger amount might just default to Bitcoin and strike does this and as well as uh, uh, breeze you can make a Bitcoin payment or you can make a lightning payment through the send excuse me I said breeze I, I meant moon and that's m u u n by the way so if you want to look it up don't 
don't spell it correctly, spell it wrong, like every app does ever today. Breeze does that too. B-R-E-E-Z. They don't. They dropped off the E on the end. I don't know if I love that or if I hate it. Um, probably a little bit of both. But uh, let's go ahead and hit our sponsor real quick. And I want to talk about what I was referring to earlier when I was saying that I think we're in the a point and why I think this is such a relevant article today because we're we're moving into the decade of lighting lightning i think i really think we are getting to a, a pretty power powerful pivoting point in the network and what i'm seeing now and i'm going to describe it actually uh or explain it through explaining what my frustrations are and why my frustration has actually gotten higher recently than it used to be but it's a very there's a very good reason that that has occurred uh, and we'll talk about it in just a second Let's go ahead and hit our sponsor, and then we'll jump back in. All right, so I said that the reason <laughs> I wanted to do an episode about lightning uh, was because I have become more and more frustrated with it. And I'll tell you why that is. And I said this was a good thing. And I do. I think this is a great thing. Uh, as far as what has spurred this frustration. And the simple fact of the matter is, I'm using it. I'm using it all the time now because it's got a lot of great use cases. There are a lot of new tools that I can actually uh, uh, do or tools that I can, I guess, make use of. There's services that I can use. Uh, Fold, I've been using it like crazy. And now that uh, Strike is actually available to me. I went to, I opened up a new bank account today so that I could integrate with Strike with my bank account because I've only been able to actually deposit money in Strike using Lightning because PNC Bank is a piece of shit apparently, um, and it's been driving me crazy. Which Fold gives you like four percent back on Starbucks cards if you use Lightning, and uh, if you use your credit card, which is what I've been using, you get two percent back or one percent back or something like that. It's it, it's always less if you use uh, fold i mean, excuse me if you use your uh, uh dollars if you use your credit card or debit card or whatever instead of using lightning so you can get more sats back using lightning but i can fund my strike account using dollars from my bank account and i can do so with an incredibly small fee a fee that is far less than one or two percent and in fact i don't i'm not even 100 sure what it is it might be no fee i can't remember um, and I haven't set up, I just got the bank account today and deposited money to it. Uh, and so I'll be setting that up and uh, I know the, the credit card fee or whatever is like, is high. It's like 3%, 4%, something like that. Um, and that's normal because credit card fraud is horrific. Um, so, um, uh, that always comes with a huge fee. In fact, I'm surprised it gets away with 4% or whatever it is on that just because uh, most of the places to buy Bitcoin um, require, I think in the past, it required like 9% fees or something like that. Uh, it's pretty, it's, it, it's really steep because credit card fraud is such a huge problem. Um, and of course, a Bitcoin and or Lightning payment is irreversible, so you're screwed um, if you uh, give them the Bitcoin and somebody reverses the payment. But if I can fund directly from my bank account with no fee, and then spend money from this. So this is like Cash App, right? Like when, when I deposit cash to Cash App, I, I just send money to it and then it's quote unquote in the app and I can buy Bitcoin if I want or I can send dollars to somebody else who has Cash App. 
Uh, and this is essentially what Strike does, is I can send money to another Strike user, or I can send money to a Bitcoin or Lightning invoice. I can integrate fully with the Bitcoin ecosystem, sending Bitcoin to and from people, but I am using dollars in the account. And that's kind of like the key element, is that you don't have any taxable event, and you're not holding Bitcoin or, well, yeah, you're not holding Bitcoin in this app. So you don't have to worry about, like, you know, if the price goes up or down and keeping accounting of this. Like, that's not what the app is for. And this is, this is not that. If you want to hold Bitcoin, you pay out from this app to your Lightning wallet or to your Bitcoin wallet. Um, but while you, ha while you have it in this app, this is just a dollar app that uses Bitcoin and Lightning as its payment rails, as the settlement system for communicating value. Um, and I think that's a huge, I, th I think Jack's, like, like the matter, Mallers, uh, a pivot there from what their original vision of Strike was and Zeus and all of this stuff, I think is absolutely brilliant. And I think this is going to be a major major player in this system because I can get my friends and family on board with this and they do not have to know that they are using Bitcoin, but get the value of it. And potentially this could integrate with something like Cash App if Cash, um, I mean, Cash App has, is, what are they partnered with? I can't remember exactly how it works, but Cash App, Square Cash is working very, very tightly with Lightning Labs. Um, I should have actually done my research and, you know, been able to give it a thorough explanation of it. But again, like I said, I'm super late in the day. And uh, I just wanted to get an episode out because I've been talking about a lot of this stuff today. I've been breaking down how to connect to BTC wallets with, with Juggernaut because I'm using, uh, I'm trying to set up Juggernaut finally with my BTC Pay Lightning. Um, uh, by the way, Juggernaut is a lightning chat app and I've been using Sphinx like crazy. So that is another lightning chat app. And that is one of those tools and services that is, that is coming to lightning that I know I'm going to use the shit out of. And I'm trying to figure out how to best integrate and connect to the stuff that I already have on it. Um, I mean, I'm a freakish nerd here and I'm trying to use every tool that I can get my hands on, but let me go back to my original point here. I don't know how I got tangented exactly, but I'm getting so frustrated. And the reason is, is because I'm using it all the time and there are no standards yet. And I tweeted about this earlier today um, and I want to try to, I'm really pumped about this right now and I want to see if like potentially if there's a way I'm, I'm going to get into the conversation. There's a Slack channel with Square Crypto about building out good UX, good user experience and design for Bitcoin and Lightning apps. Um, and I'm going to try to get into that community and kind of talk to people. But I really want to see I want to see us standardize quickly because all of the freaking tools are there. All of it is there. There are so like, and I mentioned this in in my tweet that I'm using like ten different tools right now that each do one fascinating thing. They kind of have like one unique thing that makes it that app versus this app, but none of them really talk the same language. They sort of do. Like everything. If I resort back to the basic, like one hour expire invoice or whatever it is for a payment. 
everything can send payments back and forth. But then there's like two or two apps that can use key send, which means that I can just scan like my ID for what my wallet is and then send a payment to it however much I want. And it never expires. Like I could essentially like with key send, I could essentially have a contacts list in my in my wallet. You know, like, like if I, I did the key send for uh, like my brother, I finally got him to download Breeze. Um, uh, I got a couple of friends on the, I got a, actually there's a shit ton of people in the crypto economy crew. Shout out to my, my lovelies. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's up guys? Um, uh, shout out to them because they're, they're testing all of this stuff with me and I'm getting to play with it. Uh, we've got like seven or eight people in a Sphinx chat right now. Um, I don't even know how they, I just mentioned that we should get a Sphinx chat together and then like Three hours later, I was I had 200 notifications on that uh, conversation, and they had built a Sphinx chat group, and then it invited me to it. So, uh, shout out to those guys for <laughs> just working in the background and making some of this stuff uh, actually happen. Uh, so I'm getting to play around with that, um, but again, that doesn't have like uh, I- I'm still working on trying to get that integrated with some of my other. Uh, like the other nodes, like get it actually integrated with BTC Pay server as opposed to the hosted node, which is um, what Sphinx is doing right now, which is really cool because it's super easy onboarding. But I, I want to be in control of it. You know, I'm trying to lean on BTC Pay server. And then, oh God, BTC Pay. I love the functionality, but it is the worst UI ever. And I say that with with all the love in the world. I've, I've, I've dedicated, I've spent hours and hours going through the documentation on this thing. So this is not a case of like, I hate the project. It's that I love it so much. I'm willing to do that to make this thing work. So if any of the BTC pay server people are listening to this, please, I'm, I'm, and I I guess I'm going to try to get the time to actually do a write up to talk about this thing. I've been talking about that or or saying I'm going to do that for like a, I don't know, a month, two months now. Um, and I just haven't had the time or, and that's not true. I just haven't dedicated myself to it. Um, uh, cause I know it's going to be a lot of work, but, uh, that thing needs to think about like the, the there's so much functionality built in, but it just feels like it's tacked onto the end of the previous functionality. It's not designed for the user to go and find things. So if I don't actually give real feedback, meaningful feedback, I guess I can't blame anybody for not having um, taken account of any of it. But uh, uh, maybe maybe I'll dig into that um, soon. Uh, fingers crossed. Who knows? But then uh, I'm working on a little side project with a really good friend of mine, uh, also in the Crypto Economy crew. And uh, that uh, integration related to that has just come to Breeze Wallet. So that's really exciting. But again, this is something that I don't think any of the other wallets I'm using actually can take advantage of. So literally Breeze Wallet is going to be the only thing that could do any, the only wallet that can do anything with this. Um, and then there's LNPay.co, which has so many interesting features. But um, uh, again, and it, that, it's one of those things where it takes advantage of like one or two things that none of the other wallets that I'm using can actually take advantage of um, and or talk to. Um, and, uh, lnmarkets.com. I'm mentioning a crap ton of stuff. So for anybody who wants to, I'll try to get a list of all the things that I'm mentioning here so that you guys can check it out. 
Um, cause I know there are some nerds who want to download and play with all of these things as well. Um, lnmarkets.com is really interesting. This was not around, uh, at all when, uh, lightning labs, when, when Elizabeth wrote this article, but it's a, it's a tiny, uh, tiny, I don't know. I don't I have no idea how big it is to be perfectly honest. Um, I just know a lot of people in the crypto economy crew are tinkering with it. Um, it's a way to do really small lightning um, deposit withdrawal uh, trades. It's, it's like a miniature BitMEX right now, actually, except for one fascinating thing. You don't set up like an account. You log in with LNURL. You log in just by signing with your public key. So your user is static through all of this, but it's just connected to your node. Like you don't, you're not KYCAML, and uh, there, there's a really interesting element here because uh, Lightning Labs, Elizabeth Starks talks about in this article about Lightning Loop. This was when they released Lightning Loop um, when this article came out back in February. Uh, and it was in beta, and I have now used it like once or twice um, through... I don't even remember now. I'm I'm using Ride the Lightning, which she mentions in this article, which is a, oh, God, is it an awesome interface. But it does not have Lightning Loop integrated yet, uh, which uh, I think is going to be a major player or a major part of actually helping me um, uh, to balance my channels and stuff. R right now, they do have something called circular payments. So let's say I have like channel A, is balanced all the way to the other side and channel B is balanced all the way to my side, I can make a circular payment through uh, channel B all back to channel A and balance them both out. And that's amazing. Um, and it's the only tool that I know that allows me to do that right now. But again, that's one of those things that like, as I'm using all of these tools, every tool does one great thing and it's time to bring it all together because if so many of these things were brought together, if I had a wallet, or if every wallet had, if, if Breeze had, uh, uh, actually, does Breeze have Keysend? God, I don't, I don't know. But if, if I had LNURL, um, both authentication, payments, uh, setting up channels available in like the five main Lightning wallets that I use, if I had Keysend available, uh, if potentially I could have, um, you know, the basic uh, messaging, uh, not even, you know, basically a, a reading of the log of the gossip protocol, which is what me the messaging actually rides over, where you just send like, um, quote unquote, failed payments, uh, and you can tack, you know, some arbitrary information to it. Well, that's how you send messages over Lightning. That's how you send messages with Sphinx and Juggernaut. And they have, you know, clever interfaces and a lot of different little tweaks that you can do and tap backs and you can send videos and uh, links and they do thumbnails. So they all have their own little like things with the actual app. But you should, you could be able to do this with, like it's part of L&D, you know, like you could just trick all of any of the basic lightning wallets to actually do this but let's say that was integrated too so you could just send messages back and forth and you had key send where you could actually make contacts so that somebody else's wallet was explicitly their wallet like if i wanted to pay bob i do a you know 
uh, scan for a key send and I've got their public key and I just save their public key as Bob and I got Bob in my contacts list and I can send him money whenever I want by key send. I don't have to scan a new invoice. I don't have to, you, you know, like I just, it's just a contact like on, on my lightning network and my setup. And then if I could back to the Ellen URL thing, if I could authenticate but via my lightning network, my, my lightning network, my, my, uh, my wallet to services, to websites, to anything that has integrated um, lightning, LN markets being a great example. I'm using my jewel right now, which again is connected to my BTC pay server. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the amount of inner working between these things is great, but it's still a headache to make a lot of this stuff work. But you see the potential. I've got multiple wallets connected to the same node. I've got, I've got a wallet that is using that node as its point of reference for information. I've got uh, a Jewel extension in my, in my browser on both computers that are connected to my BTC Pay server. And then I've got a Zap wallet on my phone that is connected to my BTC Pay server. So all of those are using the exact same wallet. And that is hosted in the cloud. Like that's on a Luna node that I'm using that. So it's accessible anywhere and I can just go out and I can use that as my anchor wallet and I can spin to it from my uh, laptop straight into the browser. I can spin to it from my desktop straight from the browser and I can spin to it or spin with it or to it um, with my mobile wallet, with my, uh, my Zap wallet uh, straight on my mobile phone. And I can give read-only access to these things too. So I can have a wallet on some other phone or some other device where I'm just watching it to make sure. And then there's a really cool thing. Uh, uh, Alex Bosworth, I just found out, I found out about this today, has created something called Balance of Satoshis. And it's a, uh, it's a bot that just updates you anytime something happens on your lightning node so if a payment goes through or i route a payment or i, I receive a payment anything like that it happened it it just lets me know um right now it's in it's like telegram integration i think so it just sends me a telegram uh notification i can just put that as a you know send me a loud notification but i hope that just all of this jabbering right now about the crap that i'm having to deal with um <laughs> shows you the unbelievable potential of this and i can see it right now because i'm using it and and i'm using it more and more every single day and it's working more and more and i can do more things with it and i'm i'm now running like i'm gonna have it on on my store on my online store and i think i've got a pretty cool product thanks to the just the clever ass idea from a great friend in the crypto economy crew Something that's going to be really neat to have with Lightning. But what's funny is that it needs a couple of those integrations to really get the, the value out of it, for it to really be the potential that it could be. Um, and, and immediately, I'm just starting to see like doors open all over the place that like, holy shit, you could do this. You could do this. Like, like the, the number of possibilities really are fascinating as you start to pull all of these things together, as you start to see that wallets truly can ignore the difference between Bitcoin and Lightning and use them at the exact same time, and the user doesn't have to know. The user will simply pay whatever fee um, uh, based on the amount 
makes sense that you can simply start offloading uh, massive amounts of payments onto this off-chain platform and not lose custodial control, not lose your backups, and the fact that uh, you can have keys, uh, the increased security from this, and the, just the massive number of new services and tools that are making use of this. Um, and I, I, I want to log into every website that I go to uh, that is Bitcoin-related with LNURL. I want to authenticate with either my mobile wallet, and that's something that uh, Breeze has just integrated with, like, I think the opening a channel function and then the payment function. But I don't think either the withdrawal or the um, authentication function is available. I just tried to authenticate with something um, earlier today just by reading the QR code. I tried to log into LN Markets under the new ID using Breeze. Didn't work. Um, and uh, I was pretty sure that was the case anyway, but I wanted, I wanted to try just just because. But I want that to be the standard because I could start using... I mean, holy crap, I just... Just the idea of not having to make sure that my last pass saved my freaking password and to not have to like worry about like producing a backup. I produce a backup once of my Breeze wallet and I make sure that shit is back up, backed up. And then I've got, God, I just, the, the ease of doing so many things would increase substantially if this would integrate it if this was integrated, and I can already see that. Um, and like right now, it is still a huge headache. Um, right now, I'm still having problems doing some basic integration or getting my, uh, you know, certificate cert, my TLS cert with BTC Pay Server. And again, I will recommend anybody who is technical and, uh, you know, wants to be, wants to dig through the docs and stuff. BTC Pay Server has incredible functionality, but holy crap, the user experience is pretty good. Um, I've run into another headache today and I have still not quite figured it out. I can't connect Juggernaut to it. If anybody, anybody who listens to this can help me connect Juggernaut to BTC Pay Server, I can get my Macaroon, I can get my, uh, uh, you know, REST API or, or, or REST uh, URI, excuse me, um, and, uh, you know, the RPC, like the, the URL, the port number, you know, all that stuff. I can get, I can get any and all of that stuff, but the LND Connect URI, which it asks for, I don't. I don't understand how to build that. I've tried, I've dug through the GitHub for that, trying to figure out exactly what that, if I could manually create one of those. Um, Cause I'm sure it's just, you know, the, you know, like a URL and the macaroon or something tacked on the end of it. I just don't know exactly what that, that setup is. Um, and I've not been able to find it. And I did, I wasted like three hours, four hours today on that exactly because there's a desktop juggernaut client and I want to play. I want, I love toys and lightning toys are my favorite right now. So anyway, this is just, I just wanted to rant about lightning. I think, I think it is time to pivot to user experience. That is the point that I'm trying to get, get across is that the tools are literally here. Um, amps. Uh, I don't think I've sent an AMP payment yet. 
Um, I'm not sure if that is actually like base, but amps are out there. Amps are uh, multi-path payments, by the way. Um, and that is so that like if I have like four channels, they behave as one on the network. I have a single balance. And if I need to send a payment that is bigger than any one of my channel, I channels, I can um I can just break it up. I can send part of the payment on channel A, part of the payment on channel B, part of the payment on channel C, etc. And at the other end, it shows up as one payment. That is available. Keysend is available. LNURL and multiple different types of functionality that that uh, provides. Authentication, withdrawal, uh, sending payments, um, uh, uh, like like invoicing, opening uh, channels with uh, balances, with predetermined balances. Um, that is made available. Submarine swaps, loop in and loop out. Uh, these things are here. They work. Uh, so that I can send a lightning payment into the lightning network and have it spit out the other end as a Bitcoin payment. I can rebalance my own channels for a small fee. Circular payments from channel A to channel B. I can do that automatically. Well, no, I don't. I can't do that automatically, but I can set it up so I can rebalance my lightning channels without needing to exit lightning. It is entirely within lightning and pay a hundred Satoshi fee, which is nothing. It's like a cent. And then I know splicing is right around the corner. Key send, the ability to have static people that I can send money to and I can send any random amount. And then NFC so that I can, uh, you know, hold my phone up to somebody else's phone or up to an NFC chip or a card or whatever it is. And again, with key send and LNURL integrated into that, depending on what information you want on some device like that, I can have it so I'm setting up a lightning channel with somebody by default just by holding my phone near them that I can send them payments by default just have basically their contact information on a card that they hold out to me and then boom I've got key send I've got them in my contacts list on my breeze wallet I can send them money wherever I can whenever I can send them money right now and I can send messages to them I have messaging built in over the uh, over the gossip protocol and I've got that built into a couple of my wallets like the the possibilities of just making this like straight up this is a a application layer for the money that is bitcoin it is legit the http and i think we're going to see multiple iterations of this i think we're going to see improvements and ex like incremental improvements to lightning as it is um i think l2 is still a massive thing that is coming in the future that's going to make this way more efficient at the base layer without actually modifying the function of how it works like like the higher layer will still operate the same they talk to each other like l2 and lightning like like it doesn't matter it's a channel it still still upgrades uh, updates via htlc um and uh in fact i think l2 i still i still don't i mentioned this in a recent episode but i still don't think i found out if l2 solves the time lock problem with an invoice with an htlc versus the full um channel because i think it does because one uh, maybe not maybe not i, I don't want to get into that that's going to take too long and i'm just going to be again speculating on crap i don't i hadn't figured out yet so let's just close this episode out holy crap i just ranted for 26 minutes about lightning um, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you made it this far, I am Guy Swan. Um, I haven't said anything about it, but Swan Bitcoin is helping 
to make sure that Bitcoin Audible is available to you guys. And I just, I want to show them some love just because they support this show. But more importantly, you got to be stacking sats. I'm getting, I'm going to get my, uh, my weekly, like you just stack sats notification in like an hour. I think it happens. It's like either late Monday night or early Tuesday. It's always what I wake up to Tuesday morning that I get an email that I stack sats. It is the most refreshing feeling in the whole world. It's like, hell yeah, I got more sats. I woke up with more Bitcoin today. I am boss. If you want that feeling, you got to set up at swanbitcoin.com slash guy. You set it once. I haven't had to touch it. I haven't even logged in. I could lose my username and password for this, and I would continue to stack, stack, stack sats indefinitely. And that is a great feeling. I would, I, I never lose these, these stacking of my sats. My one, my one thing is I wouldn't be able to bump it up at, at a later date, which that would suck. So, you know, don't forget your passwords and stuff. Good backups. Use LastPass. But maybe they'll get LNURL. Maybe, maybe I'll be able to authenticate with my Breeze wallet sometime soon. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if I just complain about it heavily for the next, like, three weeks, they'll get it done. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. I am out. Holy crap, it's late. Uh, I'm going to see if I can actually get this published. Um, uh, huge, huge thank you to Lightning Labs. Uh, and the incredible work they have done. I can't imagine the amount of work that goes into building these things when just downloading and trying them all is as time-consuming as it is. Like, like everything that I've tried to explain that I have done, uh, a lot of it was a pain. Some of it was incredibly easy, and I was shocked by how easy it is. But then a lot of it was an utter pain. I can't imagine building all of these tools when just figuring out how they work sometimes can be so time consuming and, and tinkering with them. So just amazing that we have so many people working on this and uh, this ecosystem is growing so fast and lightning is evolving at an unbelievable pace now. And like I said, it's useful. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I can't wait when Strike releases fully here in just a couple of days. Don't forget to follow them, LN underscore Strike. That is the handle on Twitter. And of course, at Lightning is the Lightning Labs Twitter handle. Best Lightning handle there is. Don't forget to follow them. There are going to be some amazing things coming very soon, I know. And uh, if you haven't started dabbling in Lightning, now is the time. We're getting there. It's getting exciting. Uh, uh, make your place on the Lightning Network and get ready because this is, we are entering the decade of Lightning. 2020 is year zero for the internet of money, in my opinion. Shit is about to get real, ladies and gents. So uh, until next time, let's go ahead and close this out. I love you all. Thank you for listening. This is Bitcoin Audible, and I am Guy Swan. Until tomorrow. Take it easy, guys.